what's good youtubes i've got another special halloween episode tonight i've got james and jp they're into the gear hobby like us but they've been doing these paranormal investigations in 2012 so i might get a little spooky on this one you know you never know but uh you know what have you guys been carrying this week that way we keep the people <laughs> entertained for a little bit before we get to the good shit so what have you guys been carrying lately james you can start it off uh all right, I got you. The uh, Benchmade Fact by the Special nice. Edition, the 417 Gray. So nice. you got the silver twill carbon fiber. Sick. And then, of course, the uh, Steingraber Sasquatch, my little fixed blade that I feature in my nice. Instagram all the time. I like that. really sweet. I like that. I'm getting into fixed blades a little bit, like the smaller ones, though, you know? Yeah, that seems to be a trend that's coming up. Mm-hmm. Cheers, by the way, to everybody. Cheers. So for me, I've gotten like just a gauntlet of new knives for me. They're not new as in they just came out, but somebody sent me a 560, ZT560 right. and LMAX. Never got to try this one out. Crazy. Um, I've got the, the Wii Knife uh, Gava right here, which is pretty sick too. Titanium frame lock flipper. Um <laughs> ZTO 770. This all came in like in the past three days. So I'm like going crazy. Uh, bra um, Booze Blades Mini Smoke. Uh, Love that knife. Yeah, dude. This one is a weird one. I don't know if you guys have ever seen this. This is from BRS Evolve. Blade Runner okay. Systems. They they make uh, Bali songs and fidget spinners and things like that. But this is um from their Evolve line. And Short guy. Whoa. It's called the Overwatch. That's cool. Pretty dope. Look at this little thing right here. That's what I love about it the most. This little upswept thing. You don't even need jumping up there. But yeah, that's probably my favorite one that I have. And and the, the same guy that sent the other ZT sent this one, which is the uh, what is this? The 350. 350. Yes. Yeah. So I'm in knife heaven right now. Basically, I'm just fucking <laughs> so happy right now. Um, but yeah, man. You know, let's let's get to the paranormal investigation stuff. Like. What got you guys interested in that? Um, James, I heard a little bit about what uh, got you into it. So JP, how about we start with you tonight? Yeah, so um, I think I have the most, well, it's the most popular answer. Everyone gets in uh, usually through media. And my gateway in was Ghostbusters. Oh, uh, sick. Before. And yeah. I think, uh, James, you probably have a similar story with that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, Ghostbusters pretty much, you know, got me interested when I was really young and it uh, stuck with me for quite a while yeah and james you want to add on to that a little bit about your story i know you talked about it briefly in the other pod yeah, it kind but... of spawns you know, it's, it spawns from the horror movies that we were talking about last time it was just i was so interested in, in finding these things and i always thought it was just a you know a scary story until you know you saw some of the realistic shows on television unsolved mysteries you know in the 80s or in the early 90s and it just found it interesting like oh this could actually be real damn you know mm -hmm. let's check this out so and and then just living in a haunted house for you know most of my life it's it's not like daily activity or even yearly activity but there's definitely something that you know i've heard laughing here um there, there's constant footsteps you know specifically around 1 to 2 a.m um if you're not paying attention then you're just trying to go like downstairs to get something to drink and then all of a sudden you're like oh who's coming down the stairs yeah. uh, after me so i look and there's just absolutely no one which is pretty sweet yeah um, you also get that feeling in his house too like someone's yeah, right behind yeah. you just staring a hole yep. in the back of your head. I, 
I oh, I have those feelings as well, right? But sometimes I wonder, I mean, and, and I'm a very superstitious person, you know what I mean? I'm not like uh, very religious, but um, I'm very spiritual. I believe in like higher beings and stuff like that, right? Um, I, I came from the Philippines, from a region uh, known as Bicol. I, I, was from, I was born in Naga City. And like, I've grown, I've grown up just like knowing that spirits are real. That's what everyone believes. Like you don't sweep, the roads at night because you're inviting ghosts into your house like that's the kind of superstition that we have dude our mythical mythological creatures are fucking wild there's this creature called the mananangal and basically at night they separate their torso from their lower half of their body so they leave their legs somewhere and then the torso breaks apart with intestines hanging out they grow bat wings and then they go after like pregnant women with like long tongues and they take like the, the fetuses out of their vaginas, bro. Like that's the kind of really? tales I was hearing when I was, you know, growing up in the Philippines. And um, oh, you kill them with salt, by the way, which is really funny. You pour salt on the lower half and then they can't, yeah. you know, form back into a human because they're a human. Oh, by yeah. then. And then that sunlight comes out and kills them. So like these are the kind of crazy things I was hearing. And uh, I was telling James, um, there is a holiday in the Philippines called All, so- All Souls Day. And you sleep in the cemetery with your- where your dead relatives are buried. Um, that's something oh. that I've done many times. So like when it comes to, I never thought of it as like a scary thing. You know what I mean? But um, mm-hmm. the more I got into horror, I was like, oh, shit, motherfuckers would be really would be scared to do this. You know, like. Um, and what I, getting back to what I was thinking before, like, do you think that we just consume so much like horror and spooky content that we get that vibe that we're being watched? Because actually that feeling that someone is watching me, um, that's the feeling that I'm chasing when I watch a good horror flick, you know, because like I told James before, I really like the more uh uh, what do you call it? Like hauntings, ghosts, uh, paranormal stuff is, is my bread and butter. I love that. And that's what scares me the most, you know? So what do you think? Do you guys think that we just consume yeah. so much of it that we're getting influenced or is there actually some other, you know, being? Yeah, I think you have to start with having some touch points or else you're not going to relate to the, the movie or the horror scare at all. Uh, so there has to be something in there. You have to have some buy-in. And yeah. uh, I think we all have experiences where, you know, something didn't seem right or something happened, you can't explain it. And uh, that kind of all comes into play when you watch horror movies or you're out investigating. Um, mm-hmm. You always have to check to make sure uh, <laughs> what, I'll be standing next to James. I'm like, hey, you you heard that, right? Or this is happening, <laughs> right? <laughs> Damn. Have you guys come uh, into contact with any stuff that kind of still stays with you to this day? Like, you know, anything like that? Do you want to share any crazy story while you guys were out there? Uh, the creepiest one that I had um, that, that's always stuck with me is in uh, Waverly Hills. The first time we ever went there with, you know, there's a whole bunch of people there. And it was just more of like a, a tourist thing rather than an actual investigation. But towards the end of the night, like right at 6 a.m. So, I mean, you did this whole thing from like 9 p.m. up to 6 a.m., and we're just we're walking back to the place to, to leave. And you have to like go through a certain path to get there. And I, my wife was behind me. And then I hear just out of the corner of my, you know, uh, you know, right here, where's JP? Except it sounded like mm-hmm. me saying it. Oh, so then my wife asked me, said, what, what did I say? And I'm like, no, I didn't say anything. So we played the recorders back 
and it, it's me saying where's jp clearly on the recorder oh, somewhere between my wife and me yeah like within a foot apart and of Man. course he's nowhere near us he's already ready to go right you know he, he left a little earlier but that it, was that was creepy and it's always hard to convey that feeling to someone who wasn't there right like to me when yeah. you told that story right now like i got the goosebumps because i know what that vibe is like but a person mm-hmm. who's never experienced any paranormal thing in their life might be like, oh, come on, you guys are just tired. You've been there since nine, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, I, I definitely believe that there's <laughs> like a uh, presence when you go to certain places. How about you, JP? You ever have anything like that happen that you want to share? Yeah, actually, yeah, actually, at the we've gone to Waverly a few times now, James. I can't I, I lost count at this point, um, but it was early on in the night. It was probably like 10 or 11 at night. And we've been there about two or three times. And uh, I'm running around. I have a, I had an A7S, I think just uh, the Mach 1 at the time, and a Zoom recorder. And I'm walking, and I hear my own footsteps echoing because it's, it's like an old hospital. I don't know if James told you about it, but it's like a five-story old hospital. There's tons of hospital like, uh, like operating Hospitals rooms. It's creepy enough as it is, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I stop walking, and I still hear my footsteps echoing oh, shit, and i'm dude, like there's so me and fun. one other person next to me and we're both stopped oh, and damn. uh you hear the and pace it's... start picking up oh fuck! so we we chased down the the footsteps down to a cor- corridor and it actually led to a elevator shaft mm-hmm. where you know of course bad things happened there's multiple reportings of uh people falling down the elevator shaft or the elevator breaking so um that's yeah. probably the the best scary thing that's happened uh you know while we're there in the moment uh Mm -hmm. but a lot of the scary stuff will pick up uh on evps so you're sitting at home having having a drink and all of a sudden you hear something you're like no that didn't really just happen let's let's rewind and listen to it but um like you said man that that vibe you get when you're out there it's hard to replicate so unless you experienced it yeah, I mean, for real, like, I I mean, I, I, when I experienced a lot of this type of stuff, I was younger and I was in the Philippines. I didn't get a lot of that here because I think I lived in New York City most of my life. And and like, the, you know, the shit you're scared of here is like the real motherfuckers, you know, like the real people. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, um, like uh, when I was in the Philippines, I remembered like uh, very vaguely since I was young, I was in like five, four or five years old, like. I'd you know want to use the bathroom or something like that and I'll I'll think I see someone like holding a candle like in the kitchen but there's like a wall there so you can't you can only see the the light but like I know no one's there yeah you know things like that um because the the place that we built our house on top of here's like a, a little bit of a history with my family so my dad um was a banker right he was very poor didn't have a lot of money um, he didn't even have money for electricity. He was using a kerosene lamp to study and basically studied his way out of poverty and became this rich guy. So we were like a That's rich awesome. family. Um, and it wasn't until, uh, you know, they overthrew the Marcus, Marcos uh, government, I don't know, the dictatorship, and then they mm-hmm. brought in democracy. So they basically looked over everyone's like, you know, uh, financials and stuff. And like, my dad was helping people out and all that. So they, they took all our money. That's how we became here. I don't think I've ever shared that on the podcast. But anyway, so we were rich, bro. So my dad built like a pretty big spot in, uh, in Naga City. Um, 
And the rumor was like there was a lot of people like buried like in that land or something. Not not that we killed them. It was like before. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, you know, um, there was a lot of wars that happened in the Philippines, takeovers by Spain, Japanese and all that. So that's the rumor. I don't really remember a lot of it, but I definitely got a lot of those vibes in that house. Uh, that's early 80s. Um, you know, what do you guys use? Um, is there equipment that you bring, like any gear, right, that you got to have every single time? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the biggest thing, I mean, well, first of all, we've carried everything that you see in, in the television shows, like literally everything. Yeah, spirit boxes, uh, cameras, voice recorders, the REM pods, like like all of it. We, we've experimented with everything just just to see, what, you know, what, what works for us. But, but yeah. what works for you, Every time, if you want to get started in this, is audio. Yeah, um, you gotta buy a good quality audio recorder. You gotta buy something that doesn't record in MP3. You gotta do it in Wave. Um, I, we record in 96 kilohertz, 124 uh, bit. So about the best you can portably record without going professional. And it, it's the results are, are outstanding because it really filters out like the the coughs that sound like get out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like those are almost always fake if you listen to it clearly. Yeah. Dude, you know what movie I thought would have been so good? I thought it was going to be so good. It was a movie called White Noise with Michael Keaton. And I remember the commercial, right? They had like a compilation of like voices that they recorded. And there was this one part and the guy was like, get out, get out of my house. And I was like, I have to watch this movie. And like, I did not like the movie. I I just Mm -hmm. do. And I, I like ate like a weed cake. And I went to the movie theater. I was on like a hot date. I must have been, uh, I, I must have been in my like mid twenties, 23, 24, maybe. Um, and I yeah. didn't get into it, bro. I should be scared shitless, you know, <laughs> but I couldn't like the movie, like slowly just kept going down. Um, there was another white noise with Nathan Fillion. At, right. Am I correct on this? Yeah. The second one. That it, one it was has better people. because I love Nathan Fillion. I mean, who doesn't, I think that's probably why I liked mm-hmm. it more, but I remember that trailer when i first saw it and he's just like get out and i was like oh man you know like you get the goosebumps and stuff um what uh what horror movie has scared you guys the most like what's like the one that really freaked you out that you can probably yeah compare that feeling to like maybe some of the things you experienced in real life Uh, so so for me it it stuck with me the longest because i was probably uh you know maybe five or six when I saw it, but uh, mm-hmm. the trilogy of terror. I don't know oh, if you guys talked about that. the small doll thing. Yes, that We that didn't story. talk about Dude, that, but I did that. watch that. I did watch that. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that thing follows me around. Oh, uh, I still have nightmares snap. to this day, just seeing little shadows and little creepy laughter. It's, it's um, oh, yeah, that, shit. that tops. I haven't been scared that bad since <laughs> oh, I was man. six, so... <laughs> Oh shit! Um, how about you, James? You said Gremlins the last time we were on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah small me. creatures. Yeah, uh, thinking about it now, at a sleepover, I did watch the Creep Show too. I love and, Creep Show, yo. And the one where the uh, the woman in the Mercedes hits that hitchhiker guy, and he yes! keeps following her the whole time. Oh shit! That kind yeah. of stuck with me for a while too. Like I watched say, oh, that thanks too. Thanks for the ride, lady. Yes, thanks uh, for the ride, lady. <laughs> and the the blob in the 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 lake with the kids. Is that creepy? Yeah, that was Robin. What yeah. was his name? Uh, that was I, I, Robin for Batman and Robin. Yo. Oh, um, a Chris O'Donnell. Oh, 
Yeah, yeah Chris, Chris O'Donnell. O'Donnell. He was the, the last oh, one to shit. survive. He was like making out with a girl and she just gets like slimed. Yeah. Dude, they don't make them like that anymore, man. You know, and like the way no, they man. told that story, the little kid was getting bullied and then he got the Venus fly traps and then they ate them. I was like, that <laughs> yeah. is such a big part of my childhood, man. Because what they would do around Halloween time is in New York City, they had a channel, Channel 11. This is before it became CW, before it was a WB with the frog. It was just called WPIX. And they would show like Godzilla marathons and Twilight Zone marathons for like the whole week, yo. Yeah. And then um, you still don't see shit like that anymore. Yeah. And, you know, now it's like all very like scheduled uh, television. It was like when it's Halloween, they're like, man, what the fuck are we going to put on? You know, it's scary. <laughs> they do put like Star Trek marathons, you know, like every year and stuff yeah. like that. And that's how I got into all this stuff, man. Um, you know, I've said this to James before. I think I saw J- a Jaws too early. And I've said this so many yeah. times in the podcast. Yeah. My fans are like, oh my God, here we go with the fucking Jaws. He gets scared when he's in the pool. <laughs> But that's really what freaks me out the most. Um, aside from paranormal stuff, you know, things like uh, the, the English version, the American version of The Ring uh, actually gave me more fright than the Japanese version. Um, uh, tell me about the movies that you guys have seen recently. Like anything that you want to like highlight here that you've seen that was new or, or that you've revisited again this, this month? Go for it, JP. I gotta think for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I have to think for a minute too. We've been working so hard lately. Mm-hmm. Um, like with the with the PI stuff, or yeah, we've been we've been going back and forth about paranormal, uh, the paranormal, and trying to plan out what we're doing next. It's kind of a different landscape now than it was like a year ago. Yeah. So trying to figure that out and how we can grow and explore and uh, mm-hmm. you know not become stagnant is yeah. uh, is a big concern. Um, but like talk, being able to talk to people about it and talk about their experiences and even open up about, you know, what we think that we should educate people on or talk about because yeah. our viewpoints, not to say like our viewpoints are completely different than other people's, but it's like when you watch these TV shows and um, you hear like the same things over and over again, yeah. it's just like that formulaic, let's sell some, you know, commercial time mm-hmm. and get some good trailers cut so that people watch yeah. our show. Um, we're, we definitely, I mean, we'll watch that stuff and that got us also interested too, but, um, we're just trying to see, you know, we want to put something out there eventually and we want to be genuine to ourselves. So is there a a lot of what we've been working on? I'm sorry. Uh, is there a big presence on social media, um, like a paranormal investigation, you know how like there's a you know how like the EDC community is is very niche, but it's so vast, right? Yeah. Um, like is there like some huge like PI YouTuber, like kind of just like killing it right now? No, no, no. I would so, say no. The, the, oh, here's the thing that I want to uh, talk about with that is like I feel that I feel that there's this big kind of um, even in the gear hobby, man. In the in, you know there is this big kind of like that's that is like a don't do that's a no no is like try too hard right you know you know promoting mm-hmm. yourself and all that but with with uh creating a brand i mean as gross as that sounds right it that's going to bring you the influence that you need to create a product that you love you know what i mean um i take my inspirations with my own youtube journey from all the comedians joe rogan being at the epicenter he was podcasting when no one wanted to do it 
even though he was famous at that time, maybe he'd have a hundred people watching, 200 people watching an episode. And now he has 90 million downloads per episode or more. Like he outshines every single media outlet there is. Right. But he started at a place where like comedians were making fun of him for doing it. Like, what the fuck is this social media shit? And the same thing with knife people right now. They're like, oh, why the fuck are you on TikTok? I'm like, yeah, because there's younger people that get it, get it, they're going to get, get into this hobby that are watching my stuff. And even though they're not fucking around with the YouTube yet, they will later. He's like, oh, why do you spend time on editing? Why do you, you know, show your face on camera? Why are you trying to be funny? I'm like, I'm trying to be the whole package. I'm trying, you know, hard. I, I admit that, you know, and, and I think even in the gear hobby, like people are scared to try hard. But with PI, right, you're saying there's no one that's killing it on any of these platforms, meaning that there is an opening there for somebody to be ridiculed at first. And in five, 10 years later down the line, you guys are just these media monsters that are leading the pack to independent paranormal investigators. I, I mean, you know, um, some can say like, oh, you know, that's selling out. You're, you know, but if you do it the right way, like Rogan did, right? Yeah. He, he doesn't have a script. He talks to anybody. He has right-wing people on. He has left-wing people on. He has, uh, you know, kind of conservative libertarians, like whoever, doctors, athletes, you know, you could do the same thing. Because because with uh, platforms like YouTube and, and, and Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all that stuff, right? You put them all together. You're making the content. NBC is not telling you what to do. The money it comes is. later. So you're going to be hurting at first, you know, which you guys are already doing right now, right? Like yeah. there's no financial gain, but you guys have a yeah, passion. Yeah, it's all self. Yeah, it's all self-financed. Right. So it's, it's a hobby at this point. You guys ever but document with video do. any of the things that you do? Not so far as to show like what we're actually doing now. Yeah. Just we document all the investigations. And the reason why I ask that is YouTube has a very big space for those guys that explore like weird areas. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you've seen those videos. Oh, They'll yeah. go to like, you know, they don't necessarily go at night or whatever, but they will explore places that are kind of abandoned and things like that. And that's a huge space. If you just do that with the goal of trying to, uh, investigate the way you do keep your integrity i think that if you documented that even if you don't capture anything the people that are into what you're doing will be into that kind of content you know what i mean like oh man yeah. you know you don't have to ghost hunter it you know what i'm saying no yeah i i used to fuck with those shows too when they first came out but then i was just like you know like they show glimpses of that feeling i'm chasing for and they prolong yeah. it and then the commercial comes on and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not going to check it out anymore, mm -hmm. you know, because I'm into the material. That's the crazy thing. You know, what do you guys think about that? Would you ever be into that? We floated the yeah, idea we... before of starting mm -hmm. a podcast. Sorry, Jamie, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, we're we're talking about starting a podcast. Yeah. And just we had uh, we even have a structure kind of laid out on mm -hmm. what we want to do. And we want to make sure if we start something, we're going to be regular with it and make sure yeah. you know you can tune in at a certain time and download it and that it's readily available um luckily me and james are both blessed we both have uh two little two little ones running around now yeah. three years yeah. old so <laughs> um, a lot of our time has been going to that but um i mean the we've talked for a while about podcast uh mm -hmm. for ghost investigation paranormal yeah. and uh, we've even been checking out the landscape for what's out there and uh mm -hmm. we did notice that it is kind of dry 
on mm -hmm. what's out there. Um, we did find like a lot of great like horror podcasts and people yeah. telling wow. narrative stories yeah, uh, based awesome. off of true things. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, there's definitely there we would like to, I mean, it's kind of like fishing, you know, you go out fishing, you never know what you're going to catch. Um, yep. You kind of go there for the experience and uh, you know, it's uh, also a hobby. So mm -hmm. that's something that uh, we, we addressed and talk about as we're reviewing footage. Um, but the best thing is, you know, we get to hang out and, you know, talk about what we find. And, you know, just like everyone else, uh, probably mm -hmm. all the communities you're talking about, we, we geek out about gear. Yeah. So yeah. getting gear like you in get our a hands new is thing, a good time. Like you get a new thing and you, you know, you show it a little bit on YouTube. It doesn't have to be, here's the thing, man. A lot of people think that when you start YouTube, it has to be the super polished thing. And I used to have that belief. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I would, the first video I ever did was of the zero tolerance ZT uh, 0456, right? By Sinkovich. And I dressed up like a ninja. I dressed up like Iron Man. I did all these editing tricks. And of course the video is going to crush. At that time, three years ago, the knife community has never seen anything like that. A crazy Asian guy from New York City that loves knives, you know, shooting things with the Iron Man, like toy, you know, the toy Iron Man hand or whatever. Like, you know, of course it's going to crush. But uh, after a while, I started to realize like people are wanting like more real like stuff. They want your personality, like what you think of it. Like, I don't know anything about knives, but if people want like more of a, a comedic, entertaining video, like they come to my place. You know what I mean? They don't come to me if like they want to buy a knife and they think I'm going to give them the yes or no answer. They definitely I say <laughs> don't come to me for that. But that's what I'm saying. Like, let's say you guys just went uh, on an investigation and something happened, right? You get home uh, or, or maybe like you just use a recorder, right? Or, or you just, whatever, man, you just use your phone or something like that with like some lights and you just talk about it right then and there to capture like the essence of the feelings that you guys got. I think a lot of people that are into that space would love to hear that. And if you're telling me no one is, is doing anything like that, that is a very big opening for you guys to do that. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, like that, that moment that you're talking about, people chasing, yeah. right? You're chasing after the steps. At that, like, as soon as that happened and you guys get back to the car or whatever, and you do that already, you already have a fire piece of content right there. The emotions are True. real, right? So, yeah. I mean, I, you know, that when, when James told me, like, oh, yeah, man, I used to do, I'm, I'm doing this. I was like, bro, we're going to do a Halloween episode. Like, because even, even people, like, in, in the gear community, you know, just want to hear gear people talk that are into other shit that that's what my whole show is about you know yeah actually we forgot about uh one key piece of our equipment we have the mm -hmm. the swan is it still a swan we upgraded our security system right yeah it's a security system what is it well it's a cctv system so what we did was we bought a original one that was just you know basic red and white uh videos uh you know just basic 40p stuff so now um in like we we upgraded just so that we would stay on top of the technology and now we run cat five to all the cables so that we can go considerably longer cut the cables at the actual site so we can kind of custom design whatever we need kind of wherever we go and it's all in high def now wow yeah and i think uh what was it about 2015 we uh we did a live stream mm -hmm. yeah one of our investigations <laughs> in like the middle of nowhere trying to hot spot it yeah uh, you know, call. I called my parents like, hey, we're going to go live in like five minutes. <laughs> tune in and watch us. And yeah. uh, it, was, it was great. It was great. Yeah. So but that's I, something yeah. we definitely want to get into. 
Yep. Yeah, I think you hit it on the head. I mean, I think I've been holding back because I kind of want to make it perfect, but mm-hmm. just exactly. from doing these with you and then checking this out, that this is yeah. this is very doable. And I yeah, think man. we would bring something very different to the uh, paranormal groups. Yeah, I, I, I think out there. I think that like, um, and I've said this so many times. I it's not my line. Uh, perfection is poison on YouTube, right? Because documenting versus creating a piece of content, it's just as effective if you're as passionate about it as you two are. You know what I mean? You're like, oh man, we're about to head in right now. Da, da, da. You know, we'll talk to you in a little bit, and then you just fucking do something. He's like, not a lot's going on right now, but you know, you got to be patient. You're like explaining to the user or to the viewer who may also be interested in doing this, like what's the right way, the safe way to do it, um, things like that. You guys are learning along the way, and like you guys will perfect that craft too. You know what I mean? Um, you know, maybe your first live stream, second live stream isn't that big, but you do 30 live stream, 50 live stream, 60, 70, 100, more and more people are going to be tuning in each time. You know, it's kind of like that gun jam movie, the haunted asylum that I recommended to you. Right. Yeah. Like they were doing yeah. it for Hell so yeah. long. That's why I was like, there's no one doing that because that movie looked like that's what that guy did. He just did mm-hmm. YouTube, even though he was a faker, but I mean, you know, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah, from I, what I've I, seen a lot of the a lot of the people in the video and the, and the culture on YouTube with, with mm-hmm. these is, you know, the, there will be 15 videos and all of a sudden it'll just it'll, it'll end mm-hmm. and there won't be any more or there'll yeah. be a year between, you know, releases and it's, mm-hmm. you got to stay consistent with it. And I think that's yeah. a that's a big thing. Either that or they just get tired of it because they don't I, find anything or, you know, yeah. whatever. I mean, that's the thing, of, right? Like with YouTube, when you succeed on YouTube you're like part of the quote unquote 1%, right? You know, if you want to have a 1% life, you got to do 1% things. And those guys work so hard, right? Um, and that's the thing with, with YouTube too. It's like, dude, I've been doing this for over three years and I've only made money the past two months. And I've been pumping out way more content than I ever have. Um, this is my fourth podcast this week. I'm doing another podcast tomorrow. And I did four last week. No, well. So maybe for the next two weeks, I'll take a break and just create content for all these knives. Oh, but yeah. I, I put in a lot of hours, man, a lot. And I'm answering DMs. I'm posting every day on Instagram, you know, but my following is growing. Um, more and more people are telling me that are not on my YouTube or on my Twitter or and they just like, like I'll go to a space where whether it's Facebook, which I don't hit up a lot, or I'll, I'll post something. I'll comment on somebody else's post and they'll be like, Oh dude, I love your show. Like that happens more often now, but it took a long time. You know, same thing with you guys. Keep that in mind. It's like, just think of like a five year, 10 year plan of what you can accomplish. And I think that, uh, I think you guys can do really well, man, especially if there's no one else doing it. You guys are definitely into it. Um, can you talk about like what plans you have? Like you were talking about, you were discussing about what you're going to do. Um, do you want to talk about like where you're going or are you guys still spitballing ideas? Yeah, no, I mean, the, the basic stuff is that, you know, our, our team is, we were trying to experience what others are, are encountered. And then we just try to explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already done that quite a bit with, with noises and, you know, the EMF detectors that everybody says, we, we, I took a class on electromagnetic uh, fields just to understand why uh, these things pop and they spike all the time. And it's just about recreating these things and just kind of eliminating all the bullshit that a lot of people say is evidence. And um, that's kind of like what we would be about. Uh, JP, you want to? 
Yeah, I, 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 we were talking about it uh, quite often, actually. But we, when we go out to investigate or we talk about any evidence we find, we're always the first ones to say, like, how is this not paranormal? Yeah. And we'll go and we'll, we'll nitpick it um, and we'll, we'll tear it apart. Uh, we've even gone back all the way, you know, four hours uh, to a site to retest like shadows we saw or we'd post a video and someone's like, oh no, that's, that's someone's body casting a shadow, blocking the light on the window. And we'd go back and we actually have footage of us retesting in the same location uh, what, was, what we saw and what we described that we have on footage. Um, but a lot of it is like, you know, we spitball, we talk about uh, tech, the limitations of tech and how tech evolved because originally all this was taken on analog so you have you know a physical tape yeah. that's recording versus digital and it gets a little hairy with digital because digital there's so many automatic features with autofocus and uh shutters changing and mm -hmm. stuff like that that it can almost create uh create that that par paranormal mm -hmm. entity or some artifacting so like there, there's nights where me and james were standing around or sitting around with our uh with our gang of people and we're like this is why new technology is bad and then go back and <laughs> forth. But audio, I think audio is our key. Um, and we'll, we'll go back like talking about orbs. Yeah. Orbs. That's, you know, we, we make the joke that it's just dust particles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> if you ever do photography or mm -hmm. video, as you know, um, you'll get dust particles that fly up and it looks like an orb in night vision. And, um, we'll riff back and forth on that uh one thing that we we kind of it's kind of like a push button topic for us because we kind of fall on different sides of the fence uh is the uh the audio when you watch like a show mm -hmm. and they add that like you know that eerie sound in the background mm -hmm. and uh mm -hmm. me i'm i'm for it i know it's not the original experience but it's really hard to explain how you feel in that moment and that's why i think horror movies like you said as well, Ray, that with those horror movies, you kind of get that feeling because of the sound. Mm -hmm. And yep. yeah, and we've, we've gone back and forth almost, uh, you know, this guy will bring up, you know, you know, the Outrider was a far superior ship in Star Wars and, you know, <laughs> cause rifts like that. But um, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, on every topic, we'll go back and forth. We, we agree on, on some, but we'll, we'll, you know, take shots at one another on whatever we say it's always good to challenge each other and then just to, to if you find a piece of evidence to challenge the hell out of it yeah um just like nitpick it like jp said just just constantly so that whenever somebody comes to be like you know we already thought of that we thought of this you know it couldn't have been this thing um and and then when you go through it and the, like that that point one percent of weird shit you find that's kind of like what what you're what we're looking to to highlight here even if it's yeah. just that that door move but we've kind of gone over like this this that literally everything else but the most exciting thing was that this this door move yeah and we don't know why yep i mean look if you guys went out 100 times and 99 times you found jack shit you guys made content out of it and then that one time you get a very significant event that's I mean, that's what actual the essence of it is, right? You're not expecting to, f I mean, if you could just find an apparition or an entity or a ghost or a demon or whatever it is, as soon as you go outside, you know, we're not on earth then. 
Like, you know, pin, <laughs> yeah. Pinhead and his crew already came out the box and we're in hell right now. You know what I mean? That's not what happens. But, you know, if, if you go out a hundred times and you find that one significant event where you guys feel like you have something that people um, that had the same interests as you are going to be very invested in, then you guys already did it, you know, and you just keep going from there. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think yeah. the big thing too, is like, once, once we get a community going, it's mm-hmm. not about like our experiences alone. Cause everyone has their own experience. Yeah. And or people could like, like recommend like, yo, I went to this spot near my town. It's really crazy. This is what I experienced. And you're going to go through all this wacky stuff that are sometimes cuckoo, but then there's going to be that one dude and you're going to go visit that place. And like, man, I really did get those vibes. You have him on your pod and you guys talk yeah. about that. I mean, there's a lot of ways to do it. And you guys are so interested in it. Even if you never found anything, this is what you guys love to do, right? So like, why don't you guys just make content out of it? I mean, that's why I did this, you know? Oh, there you go. We make yeah, content. Dude. Do it, bro. That's, you know, if you guys have you questions, start somewhere. you just ask me, like, what do you do for this? Like, I, you know, I'll help you out any way I can. You want to promote something? You could come on here. We could talk about it. You find something you think that I'm going to be into. We could do that. Um, but yeah, like, is there any places that you're thinking about going to, like, in the future right now? Or like, you're kind of keeping that hush like <laughs> no no yeah no we're not trying to hide anything like that or mm-hmm. you know uh keep the secret for excitement like it, with covid hitting you really can't go anywhere Bro. like all the places shut down because mm-hmm. i mean you're not going to be able to clean a three hundred thousand square foot abandoned mm-hmm. hospital from yeah. covid so yeah. oh, i don't know man, i don't know what that's going to look like going forward i mean we're, we're looking at a couple places I want to get to New York, Rolling Hills yeah. Asylum, if that's still open. Is That'd that be a nice place. In upstate or something? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I, I want to say Albany, but that could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, probably upstate. This is, I, I don't know, New York City, I haven't found a lot of, I mean, I, would, I, I haven't been looking, of course, you know. But um, one of the coolest things, man, that happened in New York City that could have had a great potential for investigation was like when the blackout happened here. And New York City was just in pitch black darkness. Mm-hmm. There was no electricity for like a while, bro. And I remember I would I would climb on trees and like scare people that are passing by. <laughs> this is like this is so nice. funny. Yeah, but it was, you know, and people didn't get scared. They, the people didn't get mad. They were like, oh shit, that's crazy. You know, like I was just scaring people. It was it was just nuts though to you know have a city just like filled with lights. It's never turned off ever. It was just black, dude. It was just black. Yeah, the other creepy thing, it, yeah. I can relate to that being in mm-hmm. Chicago uh, mm-hmm. during COVID when it was completely shut down. It, mm-hmm. it was it was strange. Yeah. Like, At 2 p.m. You... and then there's just nobody in the streets. There's no oh, cars shit. driving by. That's crazy. Yeah, just completely yeah. empty for, you know, you wouldn't you would drive drive the work if you're an essential worker and there's no one else on the road. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I got on a New York City subway car. Um, I haven't been outside for like months or something, like three months. Like I, I would just throw out the garbage and we had our groceries delivered to us by like Fresh Direct or something like that. And um, I got on a train and it's usually a pa- I mean, like you're standing next to like 10 people like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no one, dude. No yeah. one empty train car it's just crazy now now the things that frighten me is like 
I got a lot of like people on hallucinogens, like fighting the air on the train. <laughs> like there's more <laughs> of that going on than ever before. So it's like, I'm experience, experiencing a zombie phenomenon of my own. It's like these, I don't know, they're on some, like they gotta be on some type of new drug or something. Cause like I've seen crackheads like throughout, you know, from 1987, since I lived here till now. And the crackheads now are like, can you just imagine, imagine uh, George uh, Romero's like Night of the Living Dead, right? Like those yeah. zombies. I got the fucking rage zombies from 28 Days Later now. <laughs> That's what I got. Later, yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, ah, they'll, yo, they'll go up to you too when they're asking for money. Like normally they just go like this. They go, because you know, they know I'm listening to <laughs> uh, like music or, or watching a movie. So they, they go, they go yeah, up yeah. to you like, and I'm like, yo, chill, bro. <laughs> that, I only have card, yo. And they pull out a card machine. They're like, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, here's a square. <laughs> it's like, I take cash out, Venmo. No. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, how has that affected you, by the way, JP? Like the COVID stuff. Has it changed your life in any way, man? Are you an essential worker? Like what's going on there? Yeah, so I'm an essential worker. So uh, me and James, we were sent uh, home and we worked from home and our job kind of changed a little bit for a few months. Um, and we still were like on call for the projects we were on. Um, but you know, now that we went back, I mean, it's pretty much, you know, business as usual, but you know, we're staying safe, keeping our distance, wearing masks, washing everything. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, everyone says it's like the new normal, you know, and it's, it's going to so. happen for a while. So mm -hmm. we're, uh, I know we're, we're not even a year in and, you know, we're just going to have to do this as long as you know, we have to, um, for me, like, I'm thinking of like my kids, it's like, okay, well, we got to go through this. Um, and we got to make sure, you know, it, everything's set for, you know, the future. And it's not mm -hmm. just like my future. It's like my kid's future too. Yeah. I think we're all just going to have like these crazy ventilator type masks, like in the movies and you only take it off when you get inside. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like I, I was telling my no, girl that be like next year. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling my girl, like, yeah, I think that's just what's going to have to happen. We're going to get better, like, masks that, like, you know, you can breathe, like, completely fine. And then you just take it off when you get inside. She's like, don't say that. I'm like, you know, I got to <laughs> be prepared for the worst, bro. Like, if if there was a zombie outbreak or whatever, like, I would be like, okay, like, you know, crazier shit. I've prepared happened. my whole life for this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? We got plenty of knives and shit, but, uh, you know, what do you guys think of like UFOs? Are you guys into that? Cause the Pentagon apparently has admitted that like, you know, we have crafts that were not part of this earth or whatever. So you guys fuck with yeah. that at all? Or do you think those guys are kooky? No, not at all. I mean, if yeah. anything, I believe that before I see ghosts, because I mean, this, the fact that we're alone in the universe would be pretty crazy. It's a pretty big place. Yeah. Um, I was going to quote but, contact too, but you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, we, we haven't, we haven't been anywhere that's been notorious for it. I know yeah. that that's kind of more of a, a Mothman Eastern mm -hmm. or Western uh, kind of place in the Midwest. Haven't really heard any major stories of, of UFOs going on. That's more of yeah. a uh, Nevada kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I would not be afraid of going to uh, investigate it at all. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, like that would be a thing, right? You know, Independence mm -hmm. Day, we we finally are united planet against the, the invaders that come. <laughs> yeah, because that's just crazy, man. Like that kind of just flew under the radar, that news. Mm -hmm. You know? The, oh, yeah. Yeah. It was like all the COVID stuff, like, the, uh, you know, right versus left, like Trump, Trump versus Democrats thing just took over the space 
that that just flew under the radar. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah no one real. talks about it. Nobody. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, it's like you know what? There's a lot going on. Let's just slip a little. You know, just some things to get out of our bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like we have to it. talk about it. So let's just choose right now. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know, there's this guy on Joe Rogan's. Um, Bob Lazar, although I don't know if I'm 100% sold on that one, but then there was like some uh, aircraft pilot in the military that was tailing the actual thing. And he was like, not, he did not look like a dude that was, you know, fucking around really. And I was like, mm-hmm. Damn. even he said, it was like, I've never seen anything like that. And, you know, so I don't know, man, you know, like you're right though. If you believe, if the paranormal investigator believes that that's more likely, then <laughs> I feel the same way, dude. That shit is crazy. Um, uh, you know what? Like, let's uh, go back to horror for a little bit. Um, do you, do, uh, JP, do you fuck with like horror from uh, another country, like foreign cinema at all? Like, is there anything that you have so, that's a favorite? So, uh, my uh, my horror movie dealer is James. So he uh, <laughs> he's the one who introduces me to a lot of horror. Yeah. Unfortunately, in my uh, uh, my experience with movies, horror is kind of uh, something that uh, I've been meaning to get more and more into. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, like we'd be talking about horror movies and like the thing comes up a lot or the yeah. original invasion of the body snatchers. That was like my jam when I was a kid. Um, but definitely as I got older and especially once, you know, Trilogy of Terror scared me away, um, <laughs> I started venturing into different different genres um, and been reluctant to come back. But uh, James being the great friend he's been yeah. uh, for like half my life at this point, uh, you know, he introduced me to uh, Wreck. Uh, oh, that's a great movie. So, oh, I, I love Wreck. Mm-hmm. Great movie. I think the foreign language actually kind of adds to it, you know? Oh, like, definitely. Because they're like, oh, man. Was, I remember Wreck 2 just freaked me out, man. You know, that that's the SWAT team going in. They're like, Martos, Martos, callate, callate. Like, you know, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> yo, yo, run away, Martos. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, that movie was crazy. Um, how about you, James? What do you, you, what'd you think of The Dark, uh, The Dark, by the way? Like, I know you saw it, like, started off strong, huh? Yeah, it did start off strong for yeah. sure. Um, but then it's just like, things started happening and you know i was like this they're just gonna go on this like rampage for the rest of the movie like what's the end point and then all of a sudden it it just kind of ended and i was shocked at that ending i'm like whoa i thought this was gonna be this epic revenge tale yeah and it wasn't i you know what like the blind kid like really annoyed me and yeah. I was like, i was like you know she was this badass like ghoulish vampire type creature that I was so yeah, invested, was in. So invested in. Mm-hmm. And then all of a yeah, sudden, so, yeah. So, so my, my thought of where I was going to think of going with that is the blind kid was going to call whoever he calls. And he'd be like, oh crap, this guy who's trafficking, whatever, shows up with this other crew to come get this kid that, you know, continue doing whatever he's doing. And then, you know, she just comes out of the woodwork and, you know, it's like, this is what, you know, a ghoul can do when he's on your side. Yeah. And it didn't. That yeah, been that, cool. That's what I thought, that she was going to be his protector and they were going to go yeah. through a bunch of really dark individuals that were trying to get at them or whatever. And then once I saw her get hurt, right, I was like, fuck, man. Yeah. Like, they doing this like, thing to that, me? That didn't make no sense. I mean, yeah. they didn't even explain it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that, at least, they, you know, like, she was formed from all this hatred or whatever it was, mm-hmm. right? And then she finds this, you know, 
you know, soul that's like hers and she's becoming human again because she's feeling emotions. Like I can get that spin on it, but to even to just not talk about it. Yeah. Like you almost had like a good thing, you know, almost. I completely agree. I'm really glad I watched May the Devil Take You right after that. What's that? May the Devil Take You is Indonesian horror. Okay. You need to you need to see that. So look, put that on your list. Where is what did you watch? It's made by the same. Do you remember VHS too? Yes. Yes. Uh, Oh, I've seen director. I might have seen it. May the Devil Take You. Have you seen The Art of the Devil? Uh, started it. I don't. I got caught up in some. I had to put it down. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's yeah. like a fucked up movie. The, the second one, I think, is probably my favorite one. Um, yeah, I really like my, my The Devil Take You because it, it really reminded me of Evil Dead, and I love Evil love Dead. Love Evil oh, Dead. What do you guys think of the new right? the new one? Beautiful movie. Yeah, beautiful movie. Completely different from the original. Um, it's like the, the, what they wanted the original to look like. Yeah, I could... It wasn't funny at all. The original was kind of—I no. mean, the second one was funny, right? Not the not yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, the original wasn't meant to be funny, but it was so low budget that it—you know—it almost was. But you know, it was kind of that yeah, like in a campy feel, yeah, yeah, like like it's like campy like, feel on that one. Like Gundy but, uh, skeleton. Like the evolution of those movies is great. Like you have the original horror, like even Evil Dead. There's like jump scares in there that still work today. Mm-hmm. And you get like yeah. weird hybrid movie where it's like a reboot of Evil Dead 1 that's Evil Dead 2 with some comedic effect and then out of nowhere, here comes Army of Darkness. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Bruce Campbell, right? That's his name? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I loved him in a lot of stuff. I watched Burn Notice because he was in it. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was great in that. Um, what do you guys think of the movie Cabin in the Woods? Oh, that was that was awesome. Yeah. Like, you know what's the, my one yeah, question for that movie is why the hell would you have a perch button? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what purpose does that serve? Yeah, <laughs> I love that movie. I felt like that movie was made for horror fans, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, it's weird because when I recommended it to another buddy of mine who's a horror fan too, and he watched it because as soon as I got at the theater, I was like pumped with adrenaline of like all this yeah. hype i was like wow this is a movie that was made for me i enjoyed so much of it they had they took elements from everything japanese yeah. i was like this is great right so I, I hit him up and then after he finished watching it like the next day he was like pointing at all the plot holes i was like i didn't even look for, i didn't even <laughs> i didn't even want to get into that because i felt the movie was just trying to have me enjoy it you know mm-hmm. He was like, oh, why yeah, that, was, that, yeah, why, why was that, um, I forgot what he said. So uh, how come the guard station, like, had the button to, is it, yeah, yeah, yeah like that part. Like the he was, button. Yeah, and then, the and then, and then he was just like, why was that there? And I'm like, all right, I mean, you know, I definitely saw that, but, like, I was just vibing with the movie so much because of all the stuff that's in it. You know, and especially all at the same time. Yeah. Like after, like yeah. the purge button didn't make sense. I get that. It was mm-hmm. it, it, like the only weird part of the movie, but just seeing like all those creatures simultaneously, <laughs> like it's yeah. like watching every horror movie at once. Yeah. It's just it just appear. It's great. It was so awesome, and I loved it so much. You didn't watch The Grudge versus The Ring, right? No, but I bought no. it. I'm, yeah. It's on the way. You're, I actually you're gonna laugh it. so hard, but like I can't wait. Again, it's awesome to see. Uh, I don't know what the grudge girl's name is, but Sadako and then the other girl, you know. Uh, like, Kayako. 
kayak oh yes yeah you like, yeah bro they square off i watched the trailer and I, I i googled it and i was like oh shit it's on shutter so i just like watched it that day and i was like this is oh, ridiculous, nice. man like this is ridiculous <laughs> like but I, I loved it man i loved it so um you know for halloween are you guys doing anything i know there's like you have kiddos so you have anything yeah, so, going uh, on at home or like are you gonna go out like what's up with it yeah, so uh, actually, scary movies and Halloween is like my wife's thing, and uh, oh, we decided like uh, we're doing a theme this year. So uh, we're going a little not horror ways, but we're doing uh, uh, the my youngest is going to be Peter Pan, um, my oldest who's eleven is going to be Captain Hook, my wife's going to be Wendy, and I'm going to be uh, Peter Pan Shadow. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> so, be Better be nice careful, yo. Know, that's gram. close to blackface. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, um, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> uh, no, like, um, but yeah, like, uh, that's that's awesome, man. I, I don't know what we're doing here. Do you guys watch horror at all, JP? Like, after that? Uh, my wife's been trying to get us uh, into it. My 11 year old's at that point where, you know, he doesn't want to watch something that's going to, you know, stick with him for the rest of his life. Uh, <laughs> but we're trying to sneak things in and, yeah. you know, we'll, He's like, old movies aren't scary. So we've been trying to pump them full of old movies. And my vote was the thing. Tr- Trilogy and like he saw terror. the trailer. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> uh, my wife actually texted me right now. She's like, I've been trying to get you to watch horror movies. You should listen to me. <laughs> it's fun. I mean, you know what? Like that feeling where it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I like that feeling, man. My girl yeah. like hates horror, bro. I was telling James this in the other podcast. She's a you know, graduated with an, with a, a degree in acting. She loves musicals, you know, that jazz hands is frightening to me. Right. <laughs> so, um, pretty much the only movies that I get to check out with her is like zombie stuff, creature features, which is good. Okay. Yeah. But no paranormal spooky stuff, bro. Like really? I was trying to get her to watch the movie Lake Mungo and James. I yeah. seen that, And that's a great movie. It's not all the way scary, but that shit could stick with you a little bit. And I think it would fuck my girl. <laughs> like oh, man, especially during the review at the end. Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. But um, you know, like she won't check it out, man. Um so yeah, I, I, what about you, James? You have anything going on for Halloween? You planning So on- I have a three year old daughter and then uh, you know, I live with my parents. Um yeah. and what we're going to do is my sister's coming over and in each room of the house, my little one's going to be able to knock on the door and trick or treat to each door of the house. <laughs> so That's cute. dude. She'll, she'll get the full experience going on. Mm-hmm. And then we'll probably just watch a, you know, a bunch of scary movies. We always watch the uh, cartoons that, yeah. you know, on Halloween. So you got your Charlie Brown, the, the Dr. Seuss Grinch night. Yeah. Uh, Garfield, that kind of stuff. Oh, Headless shit. Horseman from Disney. Yeah. yeah. What'd you what do you guys think so- of the- yeah, go ahead. Oh, no. I was going to say, so uh, with us throwing up suggestions, so uh, I guess you can go to different parts of your house, you can trick or treat, and then uh, what Disney movie are you going to uh, theme out to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't, oh, you mean like here at my crib? Yeah, oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> dude, my girl loves Disney, man. She was saying like, oh, you know, for, for Comic Con, because if Comic Con was going to happen before the COVID stuff, because last year I got to, I got to decide what we were going to be. Right. So I decided on being the Red Hood. And there was <laughs> my girl was so pissed because the character, she's like, who should I be? I should be someone in the same universe. Right. There's a 
a very like small character called Essence <laughs> in the comics. Nobody knew who the fuck she was. <laughs> but like she looked sick too she had like yeah. scars and like a wig like leather out like it was so sick and then a lot of people were like going up to her like are you the Khaleesi <laughs> <laughs> she was so mad so this year she would have gotten to choose and she was like I'm gonna fucking dress you up like Rufio and I'm gonna be Captain because <laughs> oh. <laughs> you know I'm Filipino and she's yeah. like oh Rufio <laughs> <laughs> I would have done it though. I would have done it. Not gonna lie, but my girl loves Disney, man. On Chris, like her thing is Christmas. She was like, "Yo, I was about to put up decorations right now." I'm like, "It's October. Put up like a zombie hand or something, you know? Like we don't have all mm-hmm. decorations." But she's mad into Christmas, bro. <laughs> she's mad into it. Like she makes me watch a Christmas story, all this stuff. Like it's like this a tradition with her. And uh, in my household, it wasn't like that, you know. Uh, did you guys go trick or treating a lot when you were a kid? Because trick or treating in New York City in the '80s was fucking crazy, bro. It mm-hmm. was crazy. Like you getting eggs thrown at you. You're trying to like not get hit. It was wild. Oh. It was so oh, yeah. wild. A lot yeah, of. Eggs I think it's a different time, right? You just expect um, to get hit by eggs. Like oh yeah. Yo, know, the, the delis, the bodegas, the supermarkets were out of eggs. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah, out of exit. Uh, being in the suburbs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Being in the suburbs, the, the big thing for us was the the how late you could stay up. I mean, yeah. I remember trick-or-treating well past midnight when yep. there's no reason that we should have been out, but it was like <laughs> black. There's no cars. It, like you're still going to people's houses, they're still giving you candy. So, yeah. so oh, you gotta that fill up lights on. I'm stopping here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. And you get so much candy back then, man. I felt like people were more giving then because stuff was cheaper. You get like, like a whole, like, uh, I used to carry like one of those um, plastic jack-o'-lanterns that you could put the candy in. That shit was like not enough. Like oh, I was no. a shopping yeah, bag with me and it would be full and you'd get money. And then I'm like, oh shit, this is the best. Um, and those stupid vampire teeth you can't eat. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, which candy was like the best like that you liked? For me, no, it was uh, cookies and creams. Like, uh, what what kind of bar was that? It's just like that was uh, a Hershey's bar, but it was like, ah. like chocolate with uh, chocolate chips in it. Yep, I remember that. That was my jam. Dude, they, they so I don't know. I, I'm almost forty, so maybe I'm older than you guys. I'm not sure if I am. No, we're we're but, all about the same age. Yeah. So like yeah. when I was going, they were still giving like Bazooka Joes and like yeah. Right. And, and then you would get like, you know, uh, Snickers, Twix, like they didn't even have the minis back then. You get the bar, yeah. bro. Yeah. 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 It was sick. Fun man. time wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. You, I, get, you I, get that one house that throws you like a toothbrush or, you know, gives you some flaws. Some people gave money, dude. That was the crazy yeah, thing. Like, I, remember, I, would go to, I remember money. What was crazy is, is so in New York City, right? You could go to, to be the really tall, like uh, apartment buildings where there's like, <laughs> 50 families that live in there and i would just rake in the fucking candy like knock on it go inside like wait for wait for someone to go in right because i don't have the key right you have, you have to have be buzzed in or whatever and then once they go in i go in with them and i just hit up all the apartments and just get like candy from each one and nice. i would just go home with so much candy i have candy for like a month yo i had yeah. cavities back then <laughs> uh, is there anything that you guys want to close out with? Anything that you, uh, <laughs> I, I hear kiddos in the back already. Yeah. Anything that you want to close out to with? Yeah. Is that is hey, that bro. is that an entity? Yeah, it sounds like it, right? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> he is making the greatest thing. <laughs> Does he want your attention? She, he or she? Uh, he, yeah, he just, uh, he, he uh, just woke up and yeah. uh, he's going to be up all night. But he's, yeah, trying to get my attention. <laughs> he knows how. <laughs> like, dad's almost done. Uh, anything yeah. that you want to close out with, guys? We've done like pretty much an hour now. And uh, I hope you yeah. guys had a good time. Thank you for doing oh, this. Oh, it's amazing. Um, if you guys have any, uh, questions on like doing the social media stuff podcasting stuff like i'll definitely help you out um you you're welcome to be on here anytime um you guys are cool in my book man you know so uh any any place that people can follow you i know it's crimson fury on instagram with a zero in place of the o uh jp anything that you want to plug uh no actually uh we do have our facebook uh Mm -hmm. that we revamped uh for our paranormal group yeah james you know what uh what we currently have that uh titled as uh it's just 1031 paranormal initiative the initiative like from buffy oh cool i I like i like the i like the the name already like if i if i get invited i I would join it you know yo thank you so get to new york yo dude if you're ever here man let me know um you know we'll find a spot to go and chill grab a drink or something like that and we'll talk about stuff if you have any spooky things that you're gonna check out that is like near me, you know, let me know. Yeah, I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. We got enough yeah. here to cover you. <laughs> we have I'm a in. little orientation uh packet that we hand out. And whole... I'm in, bro. I'm so in. I'm so in. You know, we'll I'm give you so a certificate in. at the end of it. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I have survived the paranormal gauntlet with JP and James. Thank you guys for being on. This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP saying peace. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.